welcome back to Attack of Sports. It has been a minute. It definitely has. You know, we've we missed a few things. We may have missed a couple things like the entire NHL playoffs that are now in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, the Raptors are in the NBA Finals facing off against the Warriors. Tiger won the P- uh, the Masters. Has it been that long? Though? It has been that wow, long. Wow. Last been... time we did this was February. Jesus Christ, it's been... I thought we did it after the Masters. No, we oh, didn't! Shit. No! No! We have, we've been dropping the ball! Tiger won the Masters. We... CFL starting back up now. Yeah. Training camp's going on right now. Training camp's not going on. Preseason's going on. Oh, yeah. yeah well, yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess. Training camp, preseason. It's Fair all enough. kind of rolled into the same dealio. Riders are playing tonight. Uh, let me just look on Riderville very quickly. We're playing in Calgary tonight. Yeah, we're so. playing in Calgary tonight. I just want to see if there's been any, like, transactions. I know that Caleros is our quarterback. Yeah, he's back. Back in the fold. For better or for worse, I'm not 100% John sure. John Ryan. Signed with the really? Riders. Yeah. Shit. That was one of the big that was one of the big like moves was we signed a punter. Well, at least we got a punter. We do that enough during the season. We kinda need one. Yeah, I mean you want someone you he threw a touchdown in the NFC championship game once, so I mean he's got that going for him. Yeah, Both but our guy. but our team doesn't do special teams play. No, we don't. <laughs> No, we don't. We, <laughs> we, we fucking don't. Well, we you, know what? you know what? Now that we have Craig Dickinson as Maybe. our, like... Maybe. But at the same time, coach. I can't remember the last time we did a fake on, a, like, a punt or a field goal or whatever. Nope. We have not nothing. done a fake in a while. Maybe, maybe uh, who even is our special teams coordinator now? Uh, team, give me... Football operations. Special teams. Terry Eastler. Never heard of him. I've, yeah. I have no fucking clue who that is. No. But uh, anyways, what do we what do we want to kick this off with? Well, we've already started talking about the CFL. We so already right? talked. All right, let's do that then. So obviously, some big money moves were going on with the Riders alone. Uh, you, you got any thoughts on some of those roster additions we made in months past? I can't remember a lot of them. I know that I knew the John Ryan one. So uh, we signed Emmanuel Larsenau, nice. Solomon Elaminian. Okay, yeah. Uh, Micah Johnson brought back AC Leonard. So our front four. On the D line is like Micah Johnson, uh, AC Leonard, uh, Charleston Hughes, and Zach Evans. It's a pretty nice front. That's a pretty nice front four. It's also nice because we have a very we have a very scary D fence. Not a very fr- uh, threatening offense. Well, in the draft, the Riders address probably their biggest need on the team overall and that Canadian receivers that we didn't really have yeah. anything and they drafted two real fucking tall 
like six four, six five receivers from that's the what, NCAA. That's what we need. We need the tall guys. We need some big tall dudes. You know, I shouldn't say we catches. I shouldn't say we need the tall guys because like we had Weston Dressler and, and Ryan Smith. Yeah, and those guys weren't exactly tall, but Weston like, Dressler put up huge fucking numbers for us. To put this in perspective, you and me are what five ten? Yeah, around there. Dressler was like five nine. I know, and he put up ridiculous numbers. <laughs> Because he was 5'9", but he was fast. He was fast, and he could catch. That's the reason why he put up ridiculous numbers. If you're short, you need to be faster if you're going to be a receiver. Especially up here. No, but um, I think it's good. I think we definitely need more offensive weapons because we were talking about this the other day at work. We have a – like, our defense is scary. Oh, but That's our, in the league, probably. Yeah, but our offense is not. Our offense is another thing. So, you know, because, what was it, our defense scored more points for us than our offense did last year? There, I think it was something close like that. Yeah. It, it was the highest scoring defense, and our offense was like near the bottom of the league. But, you know what was probably our biggest... Well, besides the fact that we could never just punch it in. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Riders also signed legally in rusher William Powell. So, our run game... Like, we lost Cam Marshall, but yeah. you bring in Powell. And also, our ratio breaker in uh, Keenan LaFrance was brought back in. So, our... our uh, let me just look at the running backs again. Our run game sounds pretty good. The main thing we need is a good O-line. Because Kleros has a good arm. He's just never able to throw. He he never had time. No, he doesn't get time. So they needed to give him time. Because, like, a lot of people don't like the fact that Kleros is still a quarterback. But the problem was we never really got to see him do anything. Because they never no. had time or they would just keep doing rushing plays because they didn't want him to throw the ball. So, uh, on our O-line, like, the obvious starters are Labatt and uh, yeah. Dan Clark. Uh, but you also add in Desirius uh, Bladek, who was... He was playing pretty good until he got a season-ending injury last year. So, let's hope that he comes back and he plays good still. Plays good still. Uh, Thad Coleman was pretty okay on the tackle. Uh, they also brought, uh, finally got in uh, Dakota Shepley, their nice. first round pick from I think last year. Yep. Uh, and he, like, <laughs> that dude's a beast. So I could see him kind of becoming Labatt's replacement down the line. But like, he, that dude was he was getting NFL offers. He's he's a big fucking dude. So I expect them to, you know, slowly start to improve that old line as hopefully the year goes by. They got one year because they have, they have one year to craft a Grey Cup winning team because they don't get to the Grey Cup this year. The Grey Cup's in Regina next year. Yeah. And there's a lot of pressure on that. Yeah. Because last time we were, last time the Grey Cup was here, we were in it and we won it. And we smoked them. <laughs> so we need to be back in it when we're at least when we're in Regina and we need to win it again 
Even though the last time we faced them, we faced a much weaker Hamilton Ticats. This year, the East isn't looking as much of a pushover. Yeah, because what was it? The East wasn't much like the East. Uh, I guess the East had more the, pushover teams last year. Yeah, uh, but we're we're looking at Eastern Conference that uh, Ottawa's Ottawa's a little bit up in the air at quarterback. Whether it's Dominique Davis or because Trevor Harris left, mm-hmm. uh, where it's Dominique Davis or uh, what, what was the Lions quarterback? Uh, Travis Lule. No, not Lule. No. Oh, uh, crap! Camera. JJ. Yeah, JJ. Uh, fuck, I forgot his name. That guy. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Jennings. Yeah, that's it. He he's the air quarterback out there, so it's a little up in the air for Ottawa, but they they'll still probably be okay. Anything. Uh, Toronto, their quarterback situation is like it's James Franklin or anyone else. Yeah, because no, I think Corley Chamberlain named Franklin his starter. So, so let's see how the team fares after Ray. Yeah, that's uh, the Ray dynasty's over too. It's really become the end of the era for a lot of the... These big guys. These long-time CFL quarterbacks, like Lulu's retired, Ray's retired, Durant's gone. Uh, I mean, Calvillo started the end of that era when he yeah. left. Henry Burst is gone already. A lot, a lot of those names. Yeah, a lot of the big names we used to... We grew up with. ...are gone. <laughs> And I mean, Ray, it was time for him to go, but I guarantee you we're going to see in like the next year or so, Ray is going to be on the coaching team. Oh yeah, easily. If not the front office. Yeah, because that same thing happened with Calvillo. Took your, no, he didn't even take your home, did he? No, I don't think he, so. He retired and came back as quarterback coach. Yeah. Uh, so the Riders running backs uh, are James Butler... Keenan LaFrance, Jamal Morrow, William Powell, Marcus Thigpen. So, guessing that uh, LaFrance, Powell, and Thigpen would be our main three running backs. That's a a pretty good three-way punch. Yeah. You got a ratio breaker and... Uh, a real two-way two two-way threat in the uh, fake pen. He's also probably going to be the kick returner along with like Moore and Christian uh, Jones. Let's just hope that we have an O line that can help, because that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. It's like it comes down to the O line being able to make openings for running backs and to keep the pressure off the quarterback so he can actually do something. Exactly. I've always viewed the old line like the engine. Yeah. Yeah. If it fuck if it fucks up, the entire everything's, everything's going down. Every, everything nothing's nothing's working. But I I believe that this old line can be better. You uh, hope this old line can be better. <laughs> I hope they can. Uh but yeah, like at quarterback it's Zach Caleros, David Watford, uh Cody Falaro. Uh, Ty Gang Gangly Gangly uh, Isaac Harker and Des Ketzlier. 
We'll probably know at least the four fructose strings name by the end of the year. Maybe. There's a good chance. But really, it's it's down to that O-line to step up, make holes for running backs, and give the quarterback time to get the ball out. If they can do that and our defense stays as strong as they were last year, we can have a solid team. We, we can have a team that can, that can easily run the West. Yeah. It's just... Hope things work out. Well, we're not exactly running the West. We're going to be sharing running the West with Calgary because apparently that's exactly what happens every year. You, I know you hate to hear it. We, I, hate, I, I hate to hear it. I know. You hate to hear it. I hate I to know. say it. Until the king falls, <laughs> they will always run the West. Until, until Huffnagel's gone. Oh my god, man. When he leaves, maybe... <laughs> Because I don't know how BC is going to be this year because Wally's gone. Yeah, Wally's gone, but they're looking a lot stronger, at least on offense, with Mike Riley. Yeah. Leading the charge on that. Who's uh, Edmonton's quarterback now, then? Uh, Trevor Harris. Hmm. He signed up there when Mike Riley left, and Ottawa didn't give him the money he was looking for. So. And if Ottawa's not giving him the money, no way in hell Saskatchewan Fuck <laughs> no. We're basically where uh, they start their careers. <laughs> they get big, and then they go fuck off other places, and then they start sucking. Yeah, this, uh... Actually, that game starts in two hours, so... We gotta look at uh, a lot of different pieces. Not yeah. only the starters, but that'll be a little bit later on down the road. Well, we gotta we gotta take a look at how our second string... Sec, uh, the second, quarterbacks, third, yeah. fourth... Because work, because you know we're gonna probably see them at some point this year. So it's best. I know I want Caleros to do good, but at the same time, after last year where we bounced through quarterbacks, yeah, like by the end of the year, I didn't know. Wait, who's the quarterback? I don't fucking know at this point. Is it Brandon Bridge? Yeah, okay, I think it's Brandon Bridge. Uh yeah. Because that's been our huge problem since Durant left. His... We haven't had that solid base. Yeah, we haven't had the quarterback since Durant left. And even when Durant left, it wasn't really we have a quarterback because he kept getting injured. Yeah. We got we got to know guys like Tino Sanceri <laughs> and Brett Smith real well. I remember Sinceri's first game, he threw, like, what, four picks? Uh, uh, oh, man. <laughs> that was a long time. It's been a long, it's been a long, hard road. Yeah. Someday, someday we'll get there. I hope someday. it's next year. Oh, I hope it's if next it's, year. I'm giving them a year. They have to be in the Grey Cup when it's in Regina. Yeah, it's by law now. Yeah, whenever the, the Grey Cup's, it, I don't care what shit, if it's, like, in BC and BC's not in it. If it's in Regina, riders need to be in it. Gotta be there. Uh, okay. So, do we want to talk about uh, NHL? I mean, we have missed a lot talking about that. Missed a lot about talking about that. So, how about St. Louis? God, I want them to win. I want them to win so fucking bad. Everyone I've talked to has been like, man, fuck Boston. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Boston. I want St. Louis to win. Because it was just so interesting how this lined up that the last time St. Louis was in the Stanley Cup Final, it was versus Boston. 
So it was really cool that this is how it lined up. And I want St. Louis to win because they are, they're, they've been getting called Canada's team. Yeah, you, they have 16 Canadians. Don't they have there? a couple Saskatchewan boys? They on have team? four. Yeah. They have Braden Shen, uh, Tyler Bozak. Uh, let me let me just pull up the roster again because I know it's those two. Yeah, I was a little salty about my flames because at the end of it they just got fucking shit back. Shit yeah, kicked. they got a little rough there. And then there was no way in hell I was cheering for the Leafs. Even if they're the last Canadian team, I would still cheer for the other team. So, Braden Shen from Saskatoon, uh, Jaden Schwartz from Melfort. Tyler Bozak from Regina. And... I know there was one more. I thought there was one more. Bozak. People in St. Louis, they pro- they asked our, these players... Oh, no, no, it's barely just those three. They, oh, they asked these players where they're from, and like the one guy who's from Melfort will say Melfort. What, what the fuck is Where's Melfort? Melfort? <laughs> and the only, response, the only accurate response to that is, I have no fucking clue either. Oh no! Uh, these playoffs. It did. This was not the matchup I was expecting to come out of the playoffs. I was not expecting St. Louis, because like that. The other reason I want them to win is it's the it's a massive underdog story. Because like halfway through the season, they were at the bottom of the league. They they uh what was it? Either I think it was February first. They were the last place in the or January first. Yeah. They were last place in the league, and then they fought their way back to. And they fought their way back through the playoffs and are now in the Stanley Cup final. Like this hasn't happened. No. So I want them to get. I I told um one of the guys at work. I want them to get their storybook ending. I want them to get that last push and. Get their uh, win to get them their first Stanley Cup. So I thought it'd be really cool if they did. I always think it's cool to see whenever that happens, someone win their first championship. And it's especially a team cool win their first yeah. championship. It's especially cool when the team was like no one thought they were gonna be here. They went from bottom to the top. You there's you can really point to one guy on that team and say they were the difference maker. <laughs> That being Jordan friggin' Bennington. Yeah. Who literally, he was in the East Coast Hockey League to start the year and just kind of fought his way up until they're like, well, Jake Allen ain't working and none of our other backups are working. Fuck it. Throw you in there. And what does he do? He fucking puts up insane numbers. And they're, and they're like, oh shit. Well, we just fucking accidentally stumbled into this. <laughs> And so a guy playing Vesna Caliber, even though I don't think he's nominated for it, which is a crime. Uh, but I think he's up for the Calder. And That's even though I want my boy Elias Pettersson to get get that, you gotta get Bennington it really is the one who deserves. He's deserving. It. He, it. like, 
Elias didn't get us in the playoffs. Biddington literally has gone him gone St. Louis into the playoffs, and he's gotten them to the Stanley Cup final. That's, that's a, insane. That's a huge accomplishment for one person to say they did. And if Bennington went down now, I would say Boston would take it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I hate that because fuck Boston. Fuck Boston. Just fuck them. Fuck, just fuck Boston. <laughs> fuck those fucking fuckers. Fuck the fuckers. You know, what, you know what the thing is? I wouldn't even care about Boston that much if they didn't have Brad Marchand. Mm-hmm. If they, if they didn't have Brad Marchand, I was just like, ah, oh, they're just another team out east. But they have Marchand. And I fucking hate Brad Marchand. <laughs> well, I mean, I know a few people who are saying fuck Boston because Boston uh, beat out the last Canadian team who was in a, who was in a playoff, who was in this final for the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And then, they almost, that and then they almost too. burned down fucking Vancouver. <laughs> That wasn't exactly a bright moment, uh, but you know what? Uh, things happen. You know what? Teams have burned down their cities even when they won. Look at Philly. <laughs> Look at Denver. But we all said the moment the Flyers win, the, uh, Eagles, the Eagles win. won. The it, Eagles win at the moment. <laughs> Philadelphia is yeah, going to burn If they lose, they'll explode. If they win, they'll explode. It's kind of a lose-lose situation. A crater in the ground. What happened? Well, there wasn't a crater, but they still did some damage. Why is there fires in? Why is there fires in Philadelphia? Oh, they beat the Patriots. What the fuck? Amazing. <laughs> How they do that? I don't know. Don't watch the next next year Super Bowl though. That's still the worst one, and you know it. You know that game sucked to watch. <laughs> You're just salty because your team didn't win. I'm not even a Rams fan. <laughs> I was I was at least hoping for a good game, and we didn't get that. No, we really didn't. We got a really shitty game. We got a real fucking shit game out of that. Yeah, well, and I like defense, but that was just not even fun defense. That was just oh, uh, pass incomplete, just dropped off to the side. Oh, running back got stopped. Or he gained like two yards. Not even the Patriots put up that much offense. Like Edelman got like what two hundred yards or something. That's like a low for him. That's a (laughs) that is kind of low for him. But like I think he even caught a touchdown. And that's a low for him. (laughs) It's a really sad thing when you realize that the Patriots only have a few weapons on offense that he just constantly goes. They scored one (laughs) touchdown. That whole game. Yeah, I know. It's sad. It's it was sad. a fucking sad game to watch. It's like, just... Because it... It, uh, it, it was kind of like how Thanos got the Mind Stone in Infinity War. He literally just, like, it, like effortless pull it out. And yeah. then popped it in. That, that's how that's how Brady got a six. <laughs> it was literally... Yeah. Mitch. It was just ripping out Vision. <laughs> God. Could you have imagined... The game we would have gone if it was Kansas City and uh, Los Angeles. That would have been kick-ass. That would have rocked. It would have. Now Tom's guy again. They had, to drop their, they had to drop their ball. Drop their fucking ball. 
Speaking of Brady's going to play till he's 45, right? That's his goal. Brady's going to play until they're like, nah, you got you got to fill up this one he, now. He, <laughs> I need the other hand. <laughs> it's going to be sad because there will be that point where it's like that someone's going to get that shot in on him. It's that one lone shot. Brady's either going to get a career-ending injury or he's just going to retire. It's just... But, like, if you look at Brady, the dude's still in very good shape. so good shape. Like, it it was kind of this... It's weird. He won a Super Bowl this year, and he looked the most human he's ever looked. He didn't put up the Superman numbers he normally does. It's weird. It was weird. It was a weird game. Uh, yeah. Still looking forward to the end of the Brady era. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun for you. Oh, it's gonna be a rough. It's gonna be a rough like five to six years for us. I still would, I'm still laughing so hard because someone said the minute it's gonna Brady, be weird when Cleveland becomes kind of a powerhouse. Someone said to me, "It's like, wouldn't it be weird if like there was another Manning that came into the NFL and as soon as Brady left, the Manning replaced him?" Well, there's there's their uh, Eli and uh, Payton's nephew. He's I, coming up, apparently. I would laugh if he went to the Patriots. <laughs> oh, God. Go to the dark side. <laughs> Go to the dark side, but at the same time... Think of how powerful the Patriots would be if a Manning. I don't like to think about that world. <laughs> That's a horrifying world. Oh, man, what if they picked up Eli? Holy shit! As his backup... <laughs> There's nothing to stop Brady. I now have my kryptonite. I have my kryptonite. You just see like Eli just sitting off to the side. It's like, why isn't he in pads? Shouldn't he be suited up to play? No. Oh, he knows he's not going to play. <laughs> they're, they're paying him a shitload of money just to sit on the bench. Just to make sure. Just to make sure. Nothing can stop him now. <laughs> Okay, but no, if it, it, it would be a curse if that happened a third time. If that happened a third time, that would be insane. Yeah. I'd be that like okay, no, that he is straight up cursed against this team in the He's against, straight up cursed against in, that name. Against, against don't do not speak that name around him. <laughs> Eli and his confused fucking face. <laughs> oh, fuck. oh man. But speaking of dropping the ball, or I guess dribbling the ball. Well, actually, I want to do our predictions for oh Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup. Because they're going back to St. Louis. It's one-one timed up. So Boston's technically lost home field advantage now. I want to give it. I want to give it to St. Louis because I want them to win. Um, and I think St. Louis can actually do it. Like, I believe they have the drive to do it, and that's what you really need. Like for Boston, this is another Stanley Cup, but yeah. for St. Louis, this is their first. This means everything. This is their best shot. And especially with the year they've had, I want to give it to St. Louis. How many games from game three onward? So, just, so it could be five games, six games, or seven. I think this might go to game seven. 
It's either gonna go to game six or game seven. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, St. Louis in seven as well. I'm gonna go St. Louis seven, and it's gonna end in overtime. Great minds think alike. I was also thinking <laughs> OT. Either, That's also the best way to end it. Yeah. It's either going to go into OT in Game 7 or Game 6. And yeah. that's what's going to decide whether or not St. Louis wins. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Now, speaking of dribbling the ball, NBA playoffs were going on. And holy shit, has this country become a basketball country? I did not see this coming. I did not see the Raptors. So, I've been, I've been paying a lot more attention to that. At least later on. So, it, it like the 76er series between the Raptors and, and Sixers, everyone basically was like, oh, no way. No way. Uh, the Raptors are going to lose to the 76ers. They're, they're going to be the next big, big team in the East. Oh, they do them in seven. Yeah. <laughs> they, do, they do them dirty in seven. <laughs> uh... Another big thing that people have started talking about is when they faced the Warriors and won. First time the Warriors have lost an opening... Game one. Yep. In, uh... Since... In, since in the Curry era. Yeah, and since 16. Yeah. If the Raptors can beat the Warriors, I think they can go all the way. Because the Warriors are the big milestone. If you can crush the Warriors, and, like, you can crush C- C- Steph Curry, you can crush Durant... And you can crush all of them. I think they got a shot. Because watching Kawhi Leonard play during... Especially in that Bucks series last year, last week, basically. He, he was playing like Michael Jordan. He was playing like Prime Jordan. Yeah. Like, he, he, he made the Greek freak look like the Greek fake. He... Like, I haven't seen... Def- like... I, had, I I looked into this a little bit, and the Raptors, like their starting five of Danny Green, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Marc Gasol, uh, Kyle Lowry, and uh, fuck who they have in power. Well, either like Serge or. Uh, Pascal, yeah, Siakam. Uh, four out of five of those guys are defensive, like first team or second team def- all uh, defensive all stars. Yeah, and both Gasol and Leonard are former defensive players of the year. And you also have Serge Ibaka, who is well known for his defense. And most of all, their bench has come alive. That, like, Fred Van Vliet, Norm Powell, those guys have been going crazy. They, they went crazy during that Bucks series, and last night's game was, again, evident of that, because Leonard didn't really have that, like, amazing of a game. He had, I think, 15, 16 points. Yep. And didn't, didn't play as much, but everyone else stepped up. Pascal dropped 34 on Draymond Green, former last year's def- well, uh, 2017 Defensive Player of the Year, Draymond Green. And this is also a Warriors team that currently is lacking KD. 
he's not there right now. He's still injured. So I think, especially with everything going on, with every, all the talks been about the Warriors, are they better with KD? Are they better without KD? And I think it's the, the matter of these are two different teams when KD's on and off the court. Yeah. Like, they, they go heavy ISO when KD's on the floor because he's an ISO player. He, he's going to drive the net. He's going to beat you in the paint. That, that's his forte. And the team has to adapt around that. When he's off the floor, it's all about the Splash Brothers. It's movement. It's moving the ball, getting open, getting, getting those good looks, and draining threes. That, that was their bread and butter that won their, their first championship in the Curry-Thompson uh, era. And they just added Kevin Durant to that. But the problem with trying to drain threes right now is you're going up against a defensive team. That are really good yeah. at literally everything. So they, like this like the Warriors can barely drive the net. That like when, when I was watching Giannis try and drive the net, there would just be a wall. There would be four guys right on him. And anytime you would like kick it out to try at least try to kick it out to anyone, they're not draining those uh, perimeter shots like they should have been. Eric Bledsoe had a horrible fucking series for the Bucks, and that was probably one of the big reasons why they lost, is that their bench couldn't hit those open shots outside of like Chris Middleton. So that's why the Raptors are here right now. It's because they're because Kawhi would drive the net and then just kick it out to like Van Vliet or Lowry or anyone out, outside of Danny Green who had a bad series last series, but then fucking just started hitting threes like nobody's business last night. It's actually really exciting to see that. What is it? We're the only Canadian team. Right? Only Canadian team. So it's kind of cool to see the only Canadian team in the NBA playoffs. I hope they. I hope the Raptors can come out with a win. So I think the big thing, because there's currently no timetable given of when KD's coming back. Yeah. And even last night. Even though the fact that the Warriors lost, they kept it close. And that's mainly because Curry was dropping dropping big numbers. Curry's doing what Curry, Curry does. Do, Curry does what Curry does. Steph does. And Clay was also putting up good numbers. They just didn't have that number three. Iguodala was not dropping anything. He had like nine points. If Green Ra- had a double-double, but he only had ten points. If the Raptors can out the Warriors... Before the Warriors get Durant back, before they get that third weapon in their arsenal, I think the Raptors, like the Raptors, can at least knock out the Warriors if they get them before Durant comes back. If Durant comes back, it's going to be a lot harder. If it's if he comes back, like game, uh, I I I watched uh, Jalen Rose talk about this that even if KD comes back like game five, game six, game four, even. It might be too late for them. Yeah. Because, all right, you you would have to reverse sweep them. You're already playing from behind. If you lose game two, that's going to be fucking hard. Yeah, you got because, you have an uphill battle to fucking do. Because coming back to Scotiabank Center is not going to be easy, especially after you lose two, the first two games. And if the Raptors even take one game at the Oracle, it's, it's going to be a nightmare scenario. 
And ESPN is going to loot. I want the Raptors to sweep this series. That's what I want. Because ESPN would lose their fucking minds. I think ESPN might explode if that happens. They would explode. <laughs> just the network just like... Skip Bayless, known Spurs supporter, would... He has been on suicide watch <laughs> since Kawhi's injury and that whole shebang. And the subsequent tw- trade and everything... And like he, I I've been watching Undisputed with uh, Skip and Shannon, and he refuses to call Kawhi by his name. He just calls him Number Two. So if Number Two with, like sweeps the Warriors, it's gonna it's gonna be I want to I want to watch this live. The live meltdown. That would be amazing to watch. Go on Twitter and look at Skip Bayless whenever a game's on. And if Kawhi's playing good, like, he has discounted him any, any time. It's like, oh, he didn't show up in the fourth corner. They still won the game. <laughs> but, oh, oh, number two didn't play that good because he, he didn't show up in the fourth quarter. He's like, he had, like, 34 points. What? He showed, he showed up a lot of the Warriors teams. What the fuck are you talking about right now? And, like... When Kawhi didn't play good, everyone else stepped up. For a babe, I because I watched Godzilla last night, and then I immediately had to go home to watch uh, the, the the last like eleven minutes of the game. Yeah, and Fred like the the shooters bounces they have had that. Well, let's look back at that three pointer, a uh, two pointer he had uh, to close out the seventy sixer series. One, two, three, four bounces. <laughs> That had everyone hold their breath for a good second there. That might be the shot of the rap. Win or lose this series. That is something everyone's going to remember. Yeah. Uh, What was I going to say? See, that's why... Oh, yeah. One of the reasons why it's like... I think the Raptors could outtake the Warriors is because... Like we're saying, the Warriors have their three, right? They have their they have their big three. They also have their quote unquote death squad, yeah, which is their starting five of like Curry, Thompson, Durant, Iguodala, and Green. But like the Raptor, but on the other hand, the Raptors when one ra- when one of their like big guys aren't having a good game, someone else is stepping up, and like they have consistent people stepping up. Marc Gasol had 20 points alone, and, like, just, like, everyone was stepping up. Norm Powell didn't even play a, play a minute in this game, and he, he's going to be fresh. He's going to be real fresh for game two when they when he has to come in at some point. BC, like, this is another NHL, like, this is another, like, St. Louis moment because the Raptors have never been... I don't have they been to I don't think they've no, been to the playoffs. This is the, the well, yeah. this is the first time they've been to the finals. They've been in the playoffs various times, but, but they've never been to the finals. They've right? never been this far. So the Raptors are hungry for this. The Warriors they're not they're not like yes, everyone's always as hungry to win the championship. But the Warriors have done it a lot recently, whereas the Raptors have never done it. They've never gotten this far. So the Raptors are hungry. So the Warriors either need to be hungrier or just want to slap a food out of 
everyone else's mouths. Because mm-hmm. if you don't slap the food out of the raptor's mouth, the raptor's going to eat it. You know what hunts warriors? Raptors. Raptors. You know, I've, I noticed something. It was especially prevalent last game and just on the lead up. The Warriors are playing like a team distracted. Because, like, with everyone talking about, like, Kevin Durant and whether he's going to stay and and whether Clay Thompson's going to stay. And then when that report, it was spent, like, when that reporter asked, told him about how he didn't make NBA all third team. And that means in his contract, he lost out on $30 million. And he looked genuinely upset about that. So it's like, it, it just seems like there's this aura around the Warriors right now where they're just plain distracted. There's so many different things going on outside of it. And you also account for the Drake factor. <laughs> him, him showing up in an... Old school Del Curry jer- Toronto jersey it was just like the cherry on top last night. Uh, and that is the thing, like the thing about the what you were saying about them playing and distracted. That's why I'm saying they need to start getting hungrier for it because the Raptors are focused. The Raptors are focused on winning right now. They have that killer instinct right now. And not only that, like. They're the only Canadian team. So all of Canada right now is like, yeah, we want the Raptors to win. Even if you cheer for a different team right now, you still are like, yes. Fuck yeah. Like even a lot of like a lot of people don't like the Warriors for obvious reasons. It's the same reason people don't like the Patriots. Yeah. Like they keep winning. Fuck them. So a lot of Americans are also like, fuck the Warriors and also fuck the Cavs since they're not here. Fuck, fuck LeBron. Let's cheer for the fucking Canadian team. Yeah. It's like, let's see them do it for once. So, it's like outside of the Bay Area in, like, California. There's a lot more there's Raptors. There's way more support for the Raptors. And that's what's making the Raptors more hungry for it. Whereas the Warriors, they've done it. They've done it again. And they're no... They're going for the 3 P. Yeah. So... And four championships in five years? People are kind of... There's an expectation for this. Yeah. And that's, it's honestly probably a little draining on them too. Especially with everything going on around them right now. It's just, they're getting more drained. Oh my god. Like, even if, uh, even if Durant comes back, like, we're, like, who knows if he, if, like, I doubt he's gonna come back for game two. I'm not even sure if he's gonna make it back in the series. Yeah. So, you kind of have to discount Durant for the rest of this. And even if he comes back, like you said, if he comes back game four and they're down... If they're down three, nothing. It's going to be... It's bad. Yeah. Because what, if they win game five, then it's over, right? Because yeah, they can't it, win. It, it, if if this series can go... Currently for the Raptors, best game scenario, four games. If they drop one game, then it would be five, and so on and so forth. But if they win four games straight, then it's over. It's all over. Because no way the, cause the Warriors can't pick that up. No. So, really, all they need... Because they they're playing in Toronto again, right? They're playing Toronto tomorrow, I think. And then or they're in... Every other day. Yeah, then they're in... Uh, then they're back in Golden State. Well, they're back in San Francisco. So... No, Oakland. They're in Oakland right now. So, right now... Uh, 
The Raptors need to take advantage of their home field. If they, the key for the Raptors right now, win game two. Yeah. That's all you have to think about is win game two. You're up 2 nothing against the Golden State Warriors going back to, back to Golden State. That is huge. No, no other team has ever had that kind of advantage against them. Yeah, so if you plug away, you put that advantage on your back going to Golden State... Then you're, you're the looking, yeah, you're looking a lot stronger than the Warriors are at that point. Like, cause maybe they go back to San Francisco, maybe they go back to the Warriors territory, and the Warriors just get like some shot of adrenaline. Even if it, if they can at least take one game in Oakland, and then you're going back for Game Five, that's massive. Yep, that is massive. Not only do you have the entire Scotiabank Arena, which, uh, as Stephen A. Smith was saying last night, was electric. You also got all of Jurassic Park, which is now like up to 20,000 people outside. And then the entire country more or less backing you. It's like... I'd be shocked if they didn't win it. I believe right now it's the Raptors to lose. It's the Raptors series to lose. But right now, this is after game one. There's, this could be a long series. Yeah. So There could be a long road ahead. But if I were to make a prediction, I want to call for Raptors. I also I, I want to say games, but I'm going to say Raptors win. I want to say I'll call games. I'll call if they win game two, going to Oakland. I think it might go to game five or six. And that's when either the Raptors or the Warriors win, but I want the Raptors to win. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, here's the other factor of the NBA, is that after this is all said and done, does Kawhi stay? Or does he go? That's that's the question on everyone's mind. But I don't think... Like, it's weird, because you think that would also be a distraction, but it hasn't shown. It hasn't shown Kawhi. He's been playing injured throughout this whole thing. I think right now he's focused more or less on winning, winning and then he might fo- then he's going to start focusing on his future. Because he has the offseason to start focusing on what he's oh, yeah. going to do. And it's not like if he wins a championship, he's not going to get offers from other places. No. In fact, he will probably get more. Yeah, but I don't want him to go. No. Because him with the Raptors look, is looking pretty good. And it's not like Toronto is basically an American city. It's not like they don't have the money to pay him. Uh, the, the big thing, the big argument I've always heard against them is that, oh, free agents don't want to go to Toronto. But honestly, honestly, you look at what's happening right now. This is a culture that has been built over the last 25 years. This is, this is when, like, what could have been if Vince Carter and those Raptors in the early aughts, if they made it yeah. to probably lose against Kobe and Shaq. Because uh, <laughs> you're, not, you're not winning. No, no you're, not being, <laughs> you're not being 2000 Kobe and Shaq. That's you're, crazy. Yeah, you can't do that. And if you could, that's That's, that's holy shit. That's a scary thing. But, like, even then, that those early odds Lakers were not invincible. No. Remember, they lost to the, uh, they lost to the Spurs 
not in the finals, in the conference finals, and they they got swept in the finals by the Pistons. Just a name you don't hear that. You don't you don't hear the Pistons all that often now, but if you remember that that was a team of like Rip Hamilton, Chauncey Bullops, uh, Ben Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, Tayshawn Prince. That was, that was the work team. That was, a, that was a team that worked their asses off to beat fucking Kobe, Shaq, Gary Payton, and Carl Malone. That, like, fuck. Holy shit. Um, also, at the same time, like, yes, he could probably get, probably get way more money somewhere else. But you also got to think of, think of the fact that you could go a lot of other places and... But you'll never go somewhere where you have the fan base like you have in Toronto. Because if you're a Canadian and you hear that the Raptors are in the final, you say fuck whoever team you are with and you're a Raptors fan. And there's already a lot of Canadians who are like, yeah, we support the one. Jump on this bandwagon. There's a lot of room on it. (laughs) Uh. But I just don't know where he would go. The the big talk has always been the Clippers because he's from LA, and Lakers are a mess, and the Clippers are a lot more of a team on the up and up. They they gave the Warriors a run for their money already this year. They took them to six games in the first round. I could see like I could see him going to the Clippers, but man, if like you could go to the Clippers and be the guy there. Or he can stay here and become a cultural phenomenon. You become what Vince Carter was for a generation. Like, there's a, there's a generation of Canadians in the NBA now that probably aren't there if Vince Carter doesn't play in Toronto. Yeah. And, guarantee you, if he stays in Toronto, like, at, after uh, they win, if they win the final, guarantee you, he will see... Not only probably a nice bonus from Toronto, but his merchandise will fly. Oh, crazy. Crazy. He can make a lot of money. He can make here. a lot of money here because uh, Canadians don't have, a lot, don't have anyone else to buy from. Because, like, at the height of, like, the Blue Jays, there, there are so many people buying, like, Edwin and Cardassian jerseys or Jose Bautista merchandise. Or Josh John Donaldson. Yeah, there was, Anything. A, there was a point where it's like you wanted a Batista shirt, you had to go find the knockiest knockoff you could do or pay a shitload of money for it. Yeah. But this opo also opened up a conversation I was having recently. If the Raptors win, does that mean the M- does that mean like maybe the NBA starts looking at Canada and going, well, maybe there's a couple other cities here who could Montreal, Vancouver, Vancouver once again, give that a shot. But like, there are some we have we do have some America-sized cities. We we have three major cities that could easily support uh, an NBA franchise. Just Vancouver didn't work out because that team was horrible the entire time. I actually kind of laughed that I heard at one point Regina was actually looking at NBA team. Hold on a second. I cannot imagine the money difference. Like, say you win in the... 
say you say like somehow Saskatchewan gets a team and some fucking miracle they end up in the final. Can you imagine the money difference a Saskatchewan player would have going from say Regina to even at Toronto? Oh my god. They would be going from hundreds of thousands to probably millions and they'd be like, Oh my god, I didn't realize you can make this much money. You can make this much money playing sports? What? Wild. But, uh, like, this is a really good opportunity for the NBA to go a lot more international. I say in quotation marks. Because that's, it really got me thinking. It's like, for the longest time, the one Canadian team wasn't really able to step up. But now that they're able to step up, would the NBA look to other Canadian cities, even like Ottawa? Yeah, maybe. Well, that all depends on the arena deal. Yeah. But like, would they start looking at those cities and go, well, maybe. Yeah, there, there's an opportunity. Uh, but yeah, like, I think, I think the best move for Kawhi to stay here especially if they win because if you win if you win up here you become a god you're you're not just another nba superstar you you are someone special up here yeah there's gonna be an entire generation of kids who are like i i got into basketball because of Kawhi leonard and like it it, it like there's gotta be some sort of legacy you want to leave when you're done. And you can leave And Toronto's out. already willing to give you load management. They have one of the best medical staffs in the league. And, like, if, if he's willing to pay, play through the pain for this city, for this country, you'd be crazy to leave. That's the, one of the reasons why I think he is going to stay. Because if he was going to leave, he would not put himself through as much as he actually is putting himself through. So, I th- like yes, it would make yes, it. I would not be surprised if he left, but at the same time, I would not be surprised if he just decides to put roots and stay here. Yeah, yeah. And if he stays, maybe then free agents will start coming our way. Yeah, cause they'll look well. Hey man, Kawhi I want to play. I want to play with Kawhi. Yeah, I'm not saying Kawhi could be the next like Steph Curry or that. But, he, but could, he he's playing he could be the first Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. And that's something that sounds pretty cool to anyone is to be you're not the next Steph Curry, you're the next you're the first Kawhi. And that could be what he that could be what you hear the next generation of basketball players say when they're coming to Toronto is I want to be the next Kawhi. Uh, let's go back to the NHL for a little bit here. Because uh, the draft lottery happened a while back. And that was won by the Devils. Hmm. Uh, and TSN put out a like mock draft. Uh, so they have Jack Hughes going number one, of course. Yep. Top, top rated player. Uh, the Rangers have the second overall pick, and they're more or less predicted to pick the second best player in the draft, Capo Caco. Uh, and fucking Chicago 
won the third pick. And they have projected Vancouver uh, Giants defenseman Valen Byram going to going number three. Which, oh god, that kills me because I wanted him to go to Vancouver. <laughs> so the the draft and at least the top ten picks goes uh, New Jersey, the Rangers, Blackhawks, uh, Colorado, L.A. Uh, fuck, uh, Detroit, Buffalo, Edmonton, uh, Anaheim, and Vancouver. That's the top ten of the draft. Uh, that Edmonton's so low, they need all the help they can get. <laughs> yeah, their their big needs are everywhere beside <laughs> beside their uh, superstar, McJesus. So, they, at least Edmonton, uh, they now have Ken Holland, uh, the former uh, Red Wings executive, as their GM. Uh, and they just hired Dave Tippett as their new head coach. So, maybe they're trending in a new direction, a better one. Who knows? Who really knows? <laughs> they're already wasting the best years of Connor McDavid, and it's a real shame. It's a real shame that he's being put to waste there. He should go somewhere where he's valued. He should he's, ask for a trade. He should go where he's wanted. Well, he's wanted in... I Everywhere. Guess he, I guess he's wanted in uh, Edmonton, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, they're wasting him there. They, they've go, wasted his best years. He should go where he can do... He should go where he can do better. Come to Calgary. Please don't go there. Come to Calgary. Go, go out east or somewhere. No, come to fucking Calgary. Oh, God. It's a scary world. Come to Calgary. We were so close and then we got destroyed. Uh, trying to see where... Uh, so far in this draft, uh, the former third overall uh, best prospect has dropped all the way down to number 10 here. And so they popped Coles in for the Canucks, which would be kind of nice. Who knows? Uh, and TSN has projected for the Flames uh, Brett Leeson of the Prince Albert Raiders right winger which they could really use some right wings they could they so really could. A, guy, a guy like that is probably, probably a good pick there checking out that right side please uh, he, he played 55 games had 36 goals and 89 points in the dub that's pretty good uh, so that's for Prince Albert Wade, he'd be a WHL player. Right? Yeah, dub. So, so for a WHL player, that's not bad. Yeah, you're not far from home. <laughs> Only in Calgary. I mean, yeah, you're living in Calgary. But yeah. <laughs> you're making more money than you are in Prince Albert. Oh, you're also out of Prince Albert. <laughs> Fuck. I guess if it was between Prince Albert and Calgary, I would choose Calgary. Yeah. Uh, I'll, let's look at baseball for a quick second because the Jays are going through a bit of a culture change. Vladdy Guerrero Jr. Hmm. He's now up up in the majors. He's he's a big kid. He's like nineteen twenty. He's he, he looks like he weighs about two forty. He's a big dude. Uh, baseball. The sport where it's like you don't need to be in great athletic. You don't to need play. to be. We we could be baseball players right now. Well, I mean, 
You especially. You, you're, you know, I, I saw those Instagram pics. You're looking good, man. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, no, I couldn't do baseball. I, I could definitely be baseball. I got the gut for it. You see, I can't do baseball because the only baseball league I've ever played in is a beer league. And I don't remember going to, I don't remember our team ever getting to like the fifth inning before half our team, team was passed out on the field. <laughs> I played one game in a beer league where, I th- yeah, I think it was the sixth inning. Our out, one of our outfielders was so drunk he passed out in the outfield. My man. He's out there doing it. I think what will come up is a ball hit him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Oh yeah, I'm supposed to play, field this shit. <laughs> you threw it over the fence, idiot. You threw it the wrong fucking way. <laughs> Whoops. But uh, that isn't the only kid of a Hall of Famer that the uh, Jays have. They also have Craig Biggio's son, Kevin or Cavin. God, what's up with these weird names? <laughs> it's baseball for you. Baseball. Baseball and hockey. Baseball and hockey, because hockey you get the Russian names, and get then base- Russian, Russian. and then baseball you get like the Latin names. Yeah, I mean Guerrero's not that hard to say, but I mean Cavin, uh, Cavin. It's spelled like cave and then an N at the end. Why? Why not just call him like Calvin? Come on, why? It's right, why? They just slap an L in there. Why do you got? Why do you got to be special? Why do you get? Why do you got to be spelled so special? Uh. But yeah, Jays are well. They're not playing well, but no, but they got some young guys. Or you got some young guns in that AL East that will continue to be a fight fight for dominance between like the Jays, the Yankees, and the Red Sox, and the Orioles sometimes, and maybe sometimes the Rays. Maybe, maybe that's a strong maybe. That's a strong maybe. They haven't been good in a long time. And then I guess since we missed covering it. Guess Tiger's back. Kinda. He, he didn't go nearly as far as the PGA Championship, but the man won the Masters. The man hasn't done that in a while. He hasn't done anything in like 11 years. He had the hardest fall I have ever seen of any athlete I ever. Sponsorship deals. He lost everything. Keep in mind, he lost everything over something that nowadays would be like, wow, that's light. That's light compared to other people. Yeah, so keep in mind... You just like, couldn't stop fucking people, but like, with consent, yeah, it, apparently. Like, at least it was consent. It was consentful cheating. <laughs> like, at least it was consent. Like, I'm not saying you should go cheat, but at least... Don't his, cheat, but first of his, all, but... his case, it was consentful cheating, not... We got so many dirtbags out there and like <laughs> doing he, Dempsey rolls yeah. on their wives. But oh. then there's him and all he did was just come out as a sex addict and he lost everything. He lost, oh. So yeah, like it was kind of heart uh heartwarming, I'd say. To see cuz people saying like the goats back. Like uh I I remember uh, someone, some sports talk radio was talking about just how like influential Tiger was for a lot of people, especially like young black men. Was like, he the first black golfer? 
No. No, no. no. But, but he, he he was like the first like majorly successful yeah. one uh, of like the level of Tiger of where, where he he made a lot of like black men want to go out and golf. And that's a that that's huge. Yeah. And I st- like I just re- I realize now though cuz like Gillette's whole ad campaign is going in a completely different direction and it's like I wonder if Tiger's going to start getting sponsorships again. Yeah, I mean, the he's man did a hot just topic. Him. Yeah, he... Then like, he, you try... Can you name any of the top PGA guys? No. Right now? The only name you can ever think of. It's like Tiger and, like, Phil Mickelson. Yeah. That's, that's really the only ones that come to my mind. Then I mean, he, there was that one time Mike Weir won the Masters, but, uh... That was a weird guy. That was a weird... That was a weird... Uh, that's terrible <laughs> awful uh yeah no it was really cool watching that happen and like he he was he was there with his son and it was it was just a great moment it's been it was the first time i've watched golf in a long time because tiger was in it tiger like, makes it exciting to watch yeah, golf because it was like tiger's tiger was in the master i heard i'm like oh it's yeah. like then like an hour later Tiger's winning in the master. I'm like, what? <laughs> he is how much under? And I and I started watching. And like I watched it right towards the end when he won. And I'm like, this is the most excited I've ever been about golfing. Besides when I'm playing it. Like I've watched golf with my grandpa, and those are good times. But I mean, this was exciting to watch. It's awesome to see. And it was like because. You really got to value the comeback story. And Tiger came from the hardest, like you said, the hardest fall from grace I've ever seen an athlete take. Because it wasn't, it wasn't just the uh, the divorce and losing everything and losing the sponsorship. He got injured so much. Like, his back was basically being destroyed. His knees, his, his ankles, everything was just getting... He was getting torn apart like, because he was trying to get back. Yeah, and it was just so sad because it was like he was not putting up what he was putting up before. But to see him come back and to see him push to get a Masters, like, yeah, he didn't go so far on the PGA. PGA team. But, you know, man. The Masters the is Masters what. Is a big deal. The Masters is what people focus on. Like, yeah, the PGA Championship's great for grandpas. It's one, it's one of the big four but of, like, like, that in the. And the Open and the... I want to say it's the Australian Open. Yeah, but like... Also, every, but everyone talk, what everyone talks about is that jacket. That green jacket. It's it's huge. And that was just so cool. I also saw this really cool... Uh, like animation someone did of like... When Tiger won his first champion... His first Masters. He It was back in like 97. And like... And his dad was still there for that. So like... It, it was him, like, hugging Matt, and then, like, kind of, like, turning around again to where it's now an older tiger. He wins it, and he hugs his son instead. And he's like, oh, Aww. that's nice. That, that, that's, 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 that's just, it's right on the, that, right on the, the heartstrings. Oh, that hurts the, that hits the heartstrings. Oh, hard. fuck yeah, buds. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> but no, I thought it was really cool for Tiger to win. And I can't believe how long ago that was. Jesus Christ. That, that's been, it's been a while. It's been a while. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. No. 
I think that more or less rounds it up. So let's let's really round this all together. So our predictions for St. Louis, Boston are both games go to seven game. Well, we both think it's going to go seven. Overtime seven. Overtime seven. Uh, you said Raptors in game five. Game five or six? I'm going to go with game five. You know, I'll get. I'll give. I'll give a number. I'm going to say Raptors in five. Know what? Raptors in six. And yeah, there's no other championships going on yet. Uh, training camp goes on. NFL training camp's not for a while. There's, there's like OTAs and rookie camps going on, but I mean, nothing real big right now. Not yet. CFL's, CFL's more important right now. CFL's real important right now. The only, t- the only thing I'd be like super into the NFL is if I saw like a, the Brady, Brady era ends. Brady finally is like, no, fuck it, I'm done. Yeah. And then I would take a couple days off because I need to process stuff. <laughs> That's a lot to process. The, the idea of Brady leaving is a lot to process. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> should just should just cheer for a mediocre team like me, the Seahawks. <laughs> no, I had to go for the one with like. The one that has a limit. There's a time limit. Because someday it will end. Like, when you think about the Patriots and then you think about their backups, you don't think about the backups. I don't think it's always going to be Brady. Hell, there's that one season where he lost. Lost Brady. One season. I think that does it. Yep. Does that do it? I think that does. Alright. We do it. We does it. We defeated. We attacked. The Swartz attacked, and we stopped it. We repelled the attack I of mean, the Swartz. The Swartz been attacking for like multiple months, and we haven't even attacked it once. So we, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't strike. Well, we held our ground today. It's an overwhelming amount of sports. We should have taken bets on like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Shit. Damn. <laughs>